0: Welcome to the Coach House Beacons. Hello, everyone. Welcome to today's beacon. We don't like change. We love the familiar, no surprises, known routines and habits. We don't take, take well to people or circumstances that bring about change for example a new boss at work with new ideas new targets and new standards not good it makes us suspicious unsettled a new teacher in the last year of studies makes us afraid and question why now why me mr jones was fine change is not is bad or is it? When Jesus started his ministry he hit a wall of doubt, fear and anger from the people who were settled with Moses' law. From the law they knew what to expect. They knew the drill. They had ways of doing things and ways to get around things. They found loopholes in the law to preserve their interests. They just wanted to look holy and righteous, just the facade, to make people stare in wonder. Jesus set new standards. He saw inside their hearts and called them out for their hypocrisy. The rulers resented him for it. The law taught not to kill. Jesus went a step further and said this, You you have heard that it was said to the people long ago, You shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with his brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to his brother or sister, Raka, is answerable to, to the court. And anyone who says, you fool, will be in danger of the fire of hell. This is in Matthew chapter 5, from verse 21 to 22. Jesus came with change and therefore encountered resistance. When you read through the Gospels, you find countless accounts of when Jesus had different opinions about what, should and shouldn't be done regarding the issues presented to him by the leaders and the teachers of the law of the time. He wanted forgiveness instead of judgment. When the law was clear that if someone did something wrong, they had to suffer the rod of the law. When Jesus met the woman who had been caught in adultery, Her accusers wanted Jesus to endorse a harsh punishment, as the law demanded. He pointed out that they were just as guilty as she was, and instead of agreeing with her accusers, he forgave her and advised her not to sin again. He warned the teachers of the law that they were keeping the letter of the law without considering the people they were dealing with. Woe to you, teachers of the law and Pharisees, you hypocrites, you gave a tenth of your spices, mint, dill and cumin, but you have neglected, neglected the more important matters of the law, like justice, mercy and faithfulness. You should have practiced the latter without neglecting the former. This is in Matthew twenty-three twenty-three. Jesus was a different kind of spiritual leader. He sat down and ate with people whom the leaders of the day considered unworthy, unclean sinners. He cared about the lepers and blind and the blind who shouted to him on the road for help. Many people that encountered Jesus were changed. Tax collectors, stopped robbing people, dishonest people, paid back their dishonest gain, fishermen, became teachers of this better way of life that Jesus was teaching. Crippled and paralysed people were healed. Now we are starting to see that change can be good. It can bring about progress. No one would prefer to be stuck in a rut instead of advancing forward. In Mark's Gospel, we read about a person that was stuck on his mat. He was in desperate need of change. Here's how Mark described it. A few days later, when Jesus again entered Capernaum, the people heard that he had come home. They gathered in such a large number that there was no room left, not even outside the door, and he preached the word to them. Some men came, bringing to him a paralysed man, carried by four of them. Since they could not get him to Jesus because of the crowd, they made an opening in the roof above Jesus by digging through it and then lowering the mat The man was lying on. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralysed man, Son, your sins are forgiven. Now some teachers of the law were sitting there, thinking to themselves, Why does this fellow talk like that? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? Immediately Jesus knew in his spirit Take your mats and go home. He got up, took his mat and walked out in full view of them all. This amazed everyone and they praised God saying, We have never seen anything like this. This is in Mark chapter 2 from verse 1 to 12. Jesus came because the blood of animal sacrifices required by the Jewish law, was not able to atone for people's sins. He came as the perfect sacrifice who would pay once and for all for the sin of humanity. In the text from Mark 2 we hear him say that the paralysed man's sins are forgiven and you might ask yourself, why is it there as it seems out of place? What Jesus is actually saying here is, I'm the Messiah, you were told about by the prophets of old who came to bring you salvation and forgiveness of your sins. And this is my proof, this man's healing. If who I say I am would be a lie, this man would not have been healed. When a person meets Jesus and believes that he is who he say he is, A change starts from inside, from that person's heart outward. Where are you in your life? Are you the man on the mat expecting others to provide for your needs, lost in self-pity? Or are you tired of fighting and in need of support and strong arms to carry you to Jesus? Are you one of the friends that are carrying the man to Jesus, able to see your friend's need and lack of strength and motivation, determined not to abandon him but to carry him for a while to the one who that, who is able to heal and bring about real change? Or are you the, one of the people sat in the crowd, too busy observing what is happening to pay any attention to who wants to come in, to preoccupied with having a good spot in church and being in the middle of the action, unable to see the needs around you. Far from being something to fear or dislike, change is actually something to embrace. Jesus expects you to change. In fact, he requires you to change. When you read the Bible or when you pray, do so fully expecting Jesus to ask you to change something in your life. Amen. Coach House Beacons, the Coach House Church daily devotional. To find out more, join us on Facebook, Instagram or on our website at www.coachhousechurch.org.